What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for episode 38 of The Preachcast. Yes, it is. Indeed, it is, sir. We're chugging along with this with this podcast, by the way. I feel like it was only yesterday. It was like episode 10. Yeah, yeah. We've really been uh, hitting a good stride lately, thanks to everyone who's been checking us out this month. It's been a great, great month. Christmas has really come early for us. Dude, it's been um, the best month. So thank you out there in internet land. Thank you. Thank all y'all. It, it's a great, great gift. Hopefully y'all are enjoying the happy horror days over on our sister program, Tales from the Crib. It's been, I mean, I'm telling you, the response for, for happy horror days has been off the chain. People from all over are talking to me on Twitter. Um, and basically what we're doing is it's like the 12 days of Christmas, but with horror movies, every other day in December, we watch a different one and we use the hashtag happy horror days. So if you want to get in on all the fun and uh, check out all the episodes as soon as they come out, go ahead and follow me on at from the crib on Twitter. That's right, man. There's a ton of hype around it on the internet. You know what a lot of hype is going on about the big topic we're going to be discussing today, which is, uh, I believe, Star Wars Story uh, Rogue One. Yes, sir. Star Wars Rogue One, which is interesting. And, uh, yeah. Interesting to be about hype movies. Up. Yeah. Movies you were pumped for. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great topic to go on. But first, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. That's right. We're giving you a hottie minute. You're going you're gonna to go around. You're going you're gonna to find a way. You're going to booter a pooter. Then you're going to get ready because it's time for Just Preach Play. Let's begin. Let's begin. That's right. You're heading over to trailers.apple.com. You're checking out the most popular trailer, and it's got to be the one we know nothing about because we want to experience something new with all y'all. And this week, we're going to be watching The Sense of an Ending. Which again, we have no idea. No idea what it's about. Um, Glenn, give me give me an idea. I want to know what you think this movie could possibly be about. Uh, sense of ending. It's rated. Well, interestingly enough, it's not rated. All right, so that I feel like it's probably going to be a direct-to-video movie. Straight from the Hallmark Channel. Maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like a relationship movie, like a like one of those sad type of movies, like about like a, maybe a, like a breakup or sad, like something bad happens in the family. Like, not. I don't think it's going to be the feel-good film of 2016. No, no. This one looks like it might be uh, kids. They fall in love. And then they never find each other until they're both so old and sick and that it's one, not even going to matter. One finds the other, but the other one, like, lost their memory, and they don't remember who they are. Oh, it's after, a terrible disease. After years of searching. Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's find out what uh, the sense of an ending is all about. Oh, yes, sir. I do, down, sir. I, I do not know. So let's find out in three, two, one. Just preach. PG-13, apparently, so you're wrong, iTunes. <laughs> oh, good morning. Could you um, sign here, please? No. All right. Have a nice day. Dear Tony, I think it right that you should have the attached... And perhaps you'll find it an interesting, if painful, memento of long ago. 
Uh-oh. Mrs. Ford. <laughs> oh, God. Describes an item as a diary. The diary. It's currently with Mrs. Ford's daughter. Veronica. Hello. Hello, Anthony. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Sounds like we might have been spot on. I were together. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Exactly, yeah. Then in my school days, I met my best friend. Tony Webster. I made you in Finn. Not long after, Veronica formed a relationship with him. And I wrote them both a very nasty letter. <laughs> Permanent. You'll find the diary. This is horrible. My best friend mysteriously died. I'm really <laughs> reading the letter. This is the Something worst. Is <laughs> going on. What is it? What was going on? You're on your own now. What you end up remembering isn't always what you actually witnessed. It was an accident. Legally, yes. <laughs> so what were you doing there? We may never know the truth. Are we going to address the fact that almost everything you've told me in the last few days, you've told me for the very first time? What really strikes me is your total inability to see what's right under your nose, such as your daughter. God. How often do we tell our own life story? And do we adjust, embellish, make sly cuts, and create a new reality? And when everything is coming off the rails, how are we to know that our lives are entwined? Forever. I, I have no idea about this one, sir. I've got, I've got no clue, man. I'm I don't think I'm into that though. It looks like if it if it was more fantastic, fantastic, it could be like big fish or something, you know? Yeah, it seems like he's reflecting on all like the things that went wrong in his life, and I don't know, just like maybe somebody's like being like, "That's not actually how it happened. You was much worse than that. <laughs> you were a monster." And he's like, like, "Oh no, poor woman." That's what it seems like, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think I need to watch a movie that's about reminding an old man that he was terrible. No, no, I don't think. I, I don't think I'm into that. Like, surely there's going to be like some other type of movie um, somewhere that we can talk about that you might be excited to see. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe let's say <laughs> coming attractions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So Coming Attractions is our weekly box office kind of recap where we talk about some of the movies that are coming out this week in the theater. Um, and if you're heading over to the movies, make sure that you go ahead and use the wonderful app by the, our sponsor, Adam Tickets. Uh, it's a great way for you to be able to purchase not only your movie tickets, but also all of your concessions. So if you're on your way to the theater and you're kind of like running out of time, you can grab your seats, uh, invite your friends, and skip the entire concession line because if you use Adam Tickets, you actually have your own little section of the concession bar uh, that you can go ahead and they just put your snacks over there you can grab them and run right into the theater and better yet since you are a i'm sure a dedicated listener to the preachcast uh, you can use our promo code preach p-r-e-e-s-h and you will save four whole dollars off your purchase so make sure you do that save yourself some money it's a wonderful app i love it i love using it 
definitely, definitely check it out. Adam Tickets. Yes, sir. Um, we have a couple movies that we're going to talk about. Now, we're going to skip Rogue One because that's going to be like our main focus of the episode. So kind of just mm-hmm. hold on to your seats for that one. We're going to come on back to it later. Uh, the next movie that I do want to talk about, or the first one I should say, is going to be Collateral Beauty with Will Smith and my main man, Edward Norton. Uh, <laughs> Kate Winslet is also in this. Um, the uh, synopsis, if you uh, if you wouldn't... Well, <laughs> if, you, if you would listen to me, uh, it's going to be oh, retreating from life after a tragedy. A man questions the universe by writing to love, time, and death. Receiving unexpected answers, he begins to see how these things interlock and how even loss can reveal the moments of meaning and beauty. Um, have you seen the trailer for this? No, God, no. Um, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I, I don't know. I kind of want to see it. Um, it's kind of cheesy. Sounds sad. It's kind of cheesy. Like, um, you know, I think I don't know if it's like his son or his wife dies, um, and then like these thing, like these beings that represent like love, time, and death, like they all visit him, almost like the three ghosts of a, like Christmas, like past, yeah, it future, sounds and like present. a new Scrooge. Yeah, uh, and they're all like, you know, like she's, there's like a girl, she's like I'm love, she's like I'm dead, like it's it, it's kind of weird, but I don't know, like I, I want I want to check it out. The, the preview looks okay. I would watch it if it was on TV. Um, and the only other movie I really want—that's the only other movie that's releasing wide aside from Star Wars. So Will Smith. I guess he's under the impression he can go head-to-head with uh, Star Wars. So, good luck, bro. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, right? The the only other movie that I think I want to talk about is a limited release, and it stars Patrick Wilson and Jessica Biel, and it's called A Kind of Murder. Uh, in 1960s New York, Walter Stackhouse is a, is a successful architect married to the beautiful Clara who leads a seemingly perfect life. But his fascination with an unsolved murder leads him into a spiral of chaos as he is forced to play cat and mouse with a clever killer and an, with an, and an over-ambitious detective while at the same time lusting after another woman. Um, I don't know. It looks it looks it looks interesting. Uh, I kind of like. It seems like I like Patrick Wilson. I don't really think he's like the best actor or anything, but he's in a lot of movies that I always want to see. So I don't know. I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to check it out. I couldn't tell you who he is. I don't. I don't yeah, know you, the guy. Yes, you do. Um, he's like the main guy in Insidious and The Conjuring. Ah, uh, like he's the dad. The owl. <laughs> the owl. In Watchmen. Oh, I still haven't seen Watchmen. How about that? You haven't seen Watchmen, huh? No, no, I haven't. I need more anger from your face. You're not angry enough. Uh, like I thought you were going to be like livid. Like you. No, nah, what the hell do I care? Your you Watchmen poster behind you is just going to like burst into flames. Have you read the book? No. Oh, what? The, what? No, I'm saying like you're like like because I'm saying like I feel like you have a Watchmen poster. Like, I have the first issue, the first printing of the first issue of Watchmen hanging in like a glass picture frame in is. my bedroom. There it is. I see. It's I really it. classy. I mean, it's the classiest way to display, I think, right? Yeah. Makes it legit. I, I think it, I think it legitimizes it. I think I might need a trophy uh, case soon for a very classy display because I'm likely to win America's new favorite game show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to play Travial Pursuit. And this time, we're going to see if we can trick the trail. That's it. We're going back to the roots on this one. That transition was a little bit too smooth. I honestly thought, as you were saying it, I'm like, this is too good. There's no way he's doing this on purpose. This is a mistake. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'm happy with that transition. It's really good. I didn't plan on it, but it's just in my mind. It just, it just came to me. Just rolled off the tongue. Like like you've been, to, like you're a professional. I am a great host, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to book me to host your game show, I... 
and at Seth Trav on Twitter. That's right. That's right. Get at him. Let him know. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to head over again to AMC Super Movie Quiz, and that's something you got to Google because the URL is cray. Cray cray. Super cray. So, this time we are playing quiz number 16. Again, AMC 16. Super Movie Quiz is a wild multiple choice question game where this time Glenn is going to play out the length of one of our tracks that you can find in the episode description. And we're going to see how many answers I can get. It runs the gambit always with difficulty. That's right, sir. It kind of goes back and forth. You never really know what you're going to get. Life is like a box of chocolates. Is that the first question? No, I would I would throw my iMac out the window. <laughs> we wouldn't even record this show. I'd be like, <laughs> just destroy the whole thing. I'd be like, I'm done. Uh, you ready, sir? Yeah, right, absolutely. Cool. I'm gonna go ahead and count you on in. What um, do you don't you don't have a score update by chance? Do you? I know I'm putting you on the spot like that. No, uh, if you problem. listen to last week's episode, you will hear that I'm going to add everything up after this week because now our numbers will be even with the amount of times we've both gone. Oh, so there was logic behind that statement last time. Yes, <laughs> yeah. because it's trivial pursuit. Nice. You were like, "I'll add them next week," and I'm like, "And I listened to it, and I'm like, I wonder why he said that. Why well, doesn't really make any sense?" Okay, <laughs> whatever yeah. you say, Seth Trav. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, so. you know, I I do hang on by a thread, but sometimes there is a method to the madness. You know, <laughs> some sometimes turns out it's plot driven. <laughs> really, this whole program. That's it. All right, so are you ready? Strap in. Okay. Now you're going to keep track of your score, right? With your fingers. You got good. You're not going to need five. Yes, sir. You're not going to need five. Yes, sir. All right. So in three, two, one, here we go. Who was the only surviving Camp Crystal Lake counselor in the original Friday the 13th? Was it Alice Hardy, Brenda, Jack Burrow, or Marcy Cunningham? I think her name was Alice. We're going to go with Alice, sir. It is correct. Good job. Alice Hardy. That's one. What was the first feature film that Jennifer Lopez appeared in? Was it My Little Girl, My Family, Selena, or U-Turn? Ah, uh, um, My Little Girl? You're going with My Little Girl. Correct. Two for two. Yeah. <laughs> Which film is generally considered the seminal film of the Italian neorealist movement? The Bicycle Thief, Breathless, Eight and a Half, or Umberto D? Umberto D sounds Italian. You're going with Umberto D. I personally think it's eight and a half, and we're both wrong. It is The Bicycle Thief. You're still at two. What uh-huh. was the first film to partner credited actor John Wayne with Western genre director John Ford? Was it The Big Trail, Fort Apache, The Iron Horse, or Stagecoach? Uh, Stagecoach. Stagecoach, my man says. You are correct, sir. It is Stagecoach. You are at three. What film is generally considered the first feature-length zombie film? Was it I Walked with a Zombie, King of the Zombies, Revolt of the Zombies, or White Zombie? I think it was White Zombie. You're that's good. the band's name. You're going with White Zombie, and you are correct, sir. Yeah! I believe that's four. What was the first film in cinematic history to be entirely financed by advertisement endorsements from its sponsors? Was it Back to the Future, Castaway, Minority Report, or Tomorrow Never Dies? I think it was Tomorrow Never Dies. You're going with Tomorrow Never Dies, an underrated James Bond movie, and you are correct, sir. Yeah, I remember they had a watch. <laughs> yes, the Omega. What was the name of Wilk of the Wilkes families of the Wilkes family's Georgia plantation in Gone with the Wind? Was it Fairhill, Hickory, Tara, or Twelve Oaks? 
12 oaks. You're going with 12 <laughs> oaks. And you are correct, sir. Very yeah. good. What was director Martin Scorsese's first Hollywood film? Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, Boxcar Bertha, Mean Streets, or Who's Knocking? Who's That Knocking at My Door? Uh, the first one. You're saying Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, and you are incorrect. That is Boxcar Bertha. Uh. In the Woody Guthrie biography, Bound for Glory, in 1976, who starred in the role of a famed American folk singer and composer? Was it David Carradine, John Carradine, Keith Carradine, or Robert Carradine? Robert Carradine? You're going with Robert. We're going to have time for one more question. That is incorrect. It was David. In which Woody Allen-directed film did Mira Savino win an Oscar? Is this call girl and part-time porn star? Was it Bullets Over Broadway, Hannah and Her Sisters, The Mighty Aphrodite, or Radio Days? The Mighty Aphrodite. You're going with Mighty Aphrodite. And that is correct, sir. Very, very good. What would you get, like seven? seven? Woo. Yeah. Woo. Oh, my God. That's that's something else, man. Jesus, that was really Cow. good. You gotta be proud. Amen. You gotta be proud of that, man. I, I mean, you actually. you've been those on were, you've been on fire fire lately. There, Straight NBA Jam on fire. Oh level. my god! From downtown. From downtown. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this time we're going to be talking all about epic uh, event style films. Some of the first times we got really stoked for these big time event type things, uh, mainly because this Friday, uh, Thursday night, most places, uh, the new Star Wars movie is coming out. And that's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah, I'm actually I am actually excited to see this, which is weird for me because I'm not the biggest Star Wars guy like at all. Um, when I was a kid, I was I was pretty I was pretty into them for like a couple years. Where I thought it was like really cool. Right around when Shadows of the Empire came out on Nintendo sixty four. Oh, the sixty four, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, I got I got to I got to find out more about this. I love this game. So like, I got into the uh, I got into the movies, uh, but then I kind of just got over it like real fast. Um, so I was like, nah, no, the Star Wars for me. Not even when the new ones came out. I was like, nah, not my bag. Um, oh my god! But these, uh, but this looks cool because it's not really a Star Wars movie. It seems like it's a movie set in the Star Wars universe. So yes, I'm I'm excited to check it out. And I thought we'd actually uh, watch the trailer because I don't know about you, but I've only really seen the teaser. Um, like when it first came out, like in the theaters, I actually haven't like gone out to see the trailer itself. So I thought we would actually watch, um, or well, we would watch you and I, you guys can go ahead and listen, um, to the, uh, to the trailer of Rogue One. It's actually the top rated, um, movie in the iTunes, uh, trailers app. So you, yeah, you, you down? absolutely. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. Let's check it out. Oh my God. You're ready. I wasn't expecting that. Oh right. no. I mean, I don't have the trailer booted up. Oh, well, Pooter's not booted. Oh, well, bro, I'll help you. Um, so yeah, we're using uh, we're using the Apple Trailers app. Same thing we've been using for just preach play. Yes. Uh, if you is. go over to top charts and look yeah, on Daddy. popular, it's right there. And what's cool is you know what? Maybe in the future we should do. Maybe we'll also do like on iTunes because there's a lot of stuff that's that's on VOD sometimes that like we don't even maybe get to take a peek at. Now, which trailer are you watching? Trailer three. We're going with it's um. So if we go to click on Rogue One, uh-huh. and then we have trailers. You're right. We have a couple. We have clip. Scenes extended look. Yeah, let's go with trailer three because that looks like it's the newest one. Yes. All right, cool. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I I I am ready. All right, sir. So in three, two, one, for the second time, just preach play. Oh, here it comes. Oh, here it goes. Jim, <laughs> whatever I do. 
to protect you. I love when they take like these like these like, classic movie scores and like change them just a little bit. Yeah. This movie seems so much tenser than any other Star Wars. Yeah. You want to get out of here? Our rebellion is all that remains to push back the Empire. You think you might be able to help us? When was the last time you were in contact with your father? What is this? It appears he is critical to the development of a super weapon. If my father built this thing, we need to find him. All right. How many do I need? They are requesting a call sign. It's, um, Rogue. Rogue One. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my God? We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. A new hope. Ah. We've no idea we're coming. Take hold of this moment. The force is strong. Make ten men feel like a hundred. We'll take the next chance. Rebels on you. Save the rebellion. Save the dream. I gotta say that that's look- an incredible score. Yeah, I, I like, like I said, like you just hear like a couple of those notes, and you know exactly like what movie it is. Um, and I mean that one that score is different, but um, it's got like elements of the original uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars in there, kind of like when they did. I wish I could. It's not on like the uh, soundtrack uh, for Jurassic World, but like when that Jurassic World trailer came out, and they had like the creepy slow Jurassic Park theme, like I like I yeah. lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Jurassic <laughs> Park! Oh, it's all coming back. <laughs> it feels. <laughs> but this this looks like that that trailer makes it. And it might sound stupid, but that trailer makes it look more Star Warsy than like the first one that I saw. Um, I guess maybe because of all like the stormtroopers like all over the place and all the spaceships and like the battles. Like I didn't really see remember seeing that um in the first trailer that I saw. It seemed more like yeah. espionage. Now I feel like it's a little bit like it's a little bit more in the traditional realm. So are you less into it now? I I mean I'm st- I still want to see it um because I do think it's going to be different than just like another entry in the Star Wars universe and if there mm-hmm. ever was a Star Wars that's kind of like directed more towards kind of like more of a general audience this might be it but um i mean i still want to see it am i a little less intrigued yes yes (laughs) i want to see i want to see less space stuff i wanted it to be more like almost like a heist movie you know i wanted them to be like okay we got to get these plans you know because isn't that what it's all about stealing the death star i think it is and i think they're still trying to do that yeah i just want but it's still got you know the lasers i don't i don't need them 
right? You want what did you want? Did you want a regular gun? Were you excited to just see like a samurai dude like with a stick going around? I want Ocean's Eleven set in Star Wars. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we could get Brad Pitt. That group would get together for a Star Wars movie. I feel like that group would get together for any amount of money. <laughs> you just wanted you just wanted trickery. Like you wanted no guns whatsoever. A lot you of just you. wanted them pulling like a trick. A in lot this of moon. Yeah. yeah, like maybe she's been trying to like get the force down the whole time and it's not working and you know, they finally get the plans and they're on the way out and they're like, Stop and then she like looks, like uses the force and he's like, Go <laughs> and she just like gets away. She just uses it with a wink. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they turn around. Exactly. Yeah. Plays the like Viva Las Vegas, just big horns in the background. That's it. That's it. So what are you oh are, are you gonna be are you gonna be going out to see this at some like crazy, crazy ungodly hour? No, God, no, not me. Not this one. Not this time. Are you going to go I'm gonna, see it? I'm going to sit out the Star Wars. I didn't, for the new one, I didn't even like rush to it because I was like, I'll get there. Yeah. And did, did you get there for the last one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Now, you and I are kind of out of the volition that the newest one, episode, what is it, seven? Yes. Episode seven isn't that great, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I definitely, I, I, had, I felt like I, I was obligated to see it, you know, because it was such a big event on, well, you you know, we're, we're in the movies that so we're like, you know, gotta go see this movie. Um, it's a Star Wars, you gotta yeah, go. Which is, you know, partially the motivation behind me going to see this one, even though I'm like, I don't really know, like, you just feel like you have to go, um, as a person. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the last one I wasn't really that into because to me, it felt like, you know, it felt like the same, it felt like the same thing. You know, it felt like it felt like Return of the Jedi, which felt like a new hope. It's still like, okay, here's the Death Star or a very similar like, you know, spaceship to it. We have to find its weakness and blow it up. And that's like, you know, I have no problem with a movie playing the hits. You know, my favorite movies are like franchise horror, which is literally the same thing over and over and over again. Um, yeah. But I think what rubbed me the like wrong variations. way. Yeah, a little bit. But, you know, I mean, you know, Freddy's still coming after you in your dreams every single movie. Michael Myers mm-hmm. is still just somehow finding a way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's just, there's, nothing, there's nothing groundbreaking there. But I feel like what bothered me most about the new Star Wars is that people were like, oh, this is this is awesome. And I think they just kind of missed those characters and were happy to see them, which I understand. But... I mean, I, I feel like it didn't really do anything special or different. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I thought that it was like it was basically, you know, a new hope. You know, um, it was. I was, I was cool with it. You know, I did. I haven't seen it again. I don't think since the time I saw it in the theater. Yeah, and I mean that might just that might just be like the reasoning behind that. Like you, maybe you and I, it's just it's just not for us. You know, like because there are movies that do. You know, that like, kind of just, like, play their hits. Like, you know, when Saw, like, Saw 7's coming out next year. I can't yeah. wait. Is it going to be good? Probably not. Will I be no. super excited to go see it? Yes. <laughs> Will I go see it at a crazy hour? If I can arrange it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, are you going to, are you going to be there on mid, at midnight for Saw 7? Yeah, man. I, I think if I could, if I could work it into my schedule, like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there at, like, the 10 p.m. showing. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I went to go see all of those. So, for me, like, that was I mean, Saw is like my Star Wars, you know, like people who were super into Star Wars and went to go see the last ones when they came out, like when episode one, two and three came out, like, I don't even know what, eight years ago, like I was going to see Saw at that point. So when they bring Saw back and I get to see like Tobin Bell and be like, you want to play a game? I'm going to like raise both hands and be like, yeah, oh my God, I'll play. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to be like, pick me. (laughs) Uh, That's ridiculous. I understand it, man. Your event. 
your yeah. event movie is like the Saw franchise. Yeah, and I guess I shouldn't like you know I shouldn't hate on anybody's good time. You know, like everyone's got their everyone's got their own thing. But to me, it just felt you know it just felt like on the it felt like on the nose. I'm watching it and I'm like like this is this is the same movie, right? Which is cool. It can totally be the same movie. But let's be honest, it's the same movie. It is. It is. And I like there were a couple new little things that they did, and I was like, neat, cool. Just show me the next one now, because the next one, something new might actually happen. Yeah, and I mean, I am excited to see, like, the, ne- the next one, and, like, you'll get to see, like, it, it's, it's. I mean, I guess this one's, I guess this one's new. I mean, Han Solo, spoilers, Han Solo dies. So, <laughs> um, I mean, that, that, that happens, but aside from Han Solo dying and them saving the galaxy yet again by blowing up this, that giant spaceship, like, I don't really know what else they're bringing to the table. Uh, Did you then- even really care? When he died, like, were you, like, heartbroken? Were you like, oh, God, not Han? No. I mean, but, I mean, that's, I mean, that's not, you know, that that's not my, it's not for me. I'm not Star Wars audience. I know? half expected him to die because, like, Harrison Ford had, like, broken his leg or something while he was filming. I was like, the man's too old. He got in that plane accident. Let him, let him go. You know what, though, man? If they said, yeah, we're making Air Force 2, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> I'd see it. Hell yeah, I'd see that. I'd be like, you call up Harrison again. You get him in there. I need, like, 87-year-old Harrison Ford. <laughs> I still don't want you on my plane. <laughs> and I'd lose it for that. Thanks. But that's why that's why I'm excited for this one, because this one at least seems like it's a little bit, and they even sell it to you, is that on the poster, it's a Star Wars story. You know? Like, not yeah. necessarily, like, you know, a main like a main thing. Uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of like, and I'm sure I'm going to miss a lot of stuff, but for somebody who's like really into Star Wars, they're probably going to be able to pick out all types of little like hints and like like inside moments. Kind of like when we go see, like when, when you took me to, I think it was Days of Future Past or something. It? <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? And you were just losing your mind the whole time. <laughs> I, I don't know about the whole time. There was a lot of it though that I was like, oh, it's good. It's, it's X-Men nonsense. It's great. Yeah, man. Man, uh, so yeah, I, I am excited. I am excited to go see it. Yeah, I'm definitely stoked to check it out. Um, like I said, I don't think I'm going to be there like opening night. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited that Darth Vader is in a movie again. Um, Star Wars is going to be a part of like Christmas now because I think up until like 2020, like Star Wars is just going to keep showing up every Christmas. Like it's it's this, then it's going to be episode. Eight, I guess, is the next one. Yeah, they're gonna be then a Han Solo solo movie. <laughs> Han Solo solo. <laughs> then episode nine, and then I think they said like Obi Wan, an Obi Wan movie, maybe, or like a Boba Fett movie. I was saying I wanted to see a Jabba the Hutt movie. Yeah, you'd be down to watch a Jabba story. Well, it probably would be like an all like crime movie and stuff because I think he's like a crime boss, almost like a mafia type of he guy. He is. So you're expecting a, an extra long episode of The Sopranos, but yes. with Tony being played by Jabba the Hutt. Yes, I want to watch Space Sopranos. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. exactly right. <laughs> I would watch that. I'd watch that in a minute. <laughs> well, let us know on Twitter what they would call the Job of the Hutt Star Wars movie. <laughs> That's what I want to know. That's the name. What do you call that one? I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe God, the- would you have to go through Tatooine to that like Fat Boy Slim song? I, I want them. I want them. I want Pizza Hut to like pull out all the stops, be a sponsor. 
<laughs> and they like you know they go to like some like sleazy like part of like the galaxy and somebody throws down the pizza hut box and he's pizza like the oh. hut. he's like <laughs> oh. he's like i've heard it before <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd be in for that but um have you been like so many people i i i've been talking to about this movie or like like I know people who have their tickets already. Like what is the most excited for a movie that you've been where you like, you've had your tickets early and like, you know, you walk into the theater and you're like, all right, like, here we go. Like, like it's showtime. And by you, by I, early, I, I mean like days in advance. Like you're like, yes, I, th- I think that it was for, and this is a little weird. I think it was for the matrix revolutions. Okay. Like, that was the first time that I was, like, super, super, super stoked for a, a movie to come out. And I was like, oh, my God, I'll never be able to get a ticket. It's it's the it's the new, it's the final Matrix. Oh, my God. And the way they ended, like, Reloaded, I, that was, like, the first time I was ever legitimately excited to, like, get to the movies. And I was like, I cannot wait to see this movie now. I mean, am I, am I missing, well, as somebody... I, I hope hopefully this is why I'm 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 not a good friend because I'm like hopefully this makes him angrier. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> what make so what what gets under your skin more? The fact that I haven't seen the Watchmen or the fact that I haven't seen the Matrix? Oh, I don't really care about either. What? <laughs> I don't know. I think that I think that both of those things. I was I don't know. I was in such a formative stage. When I saw them all, that I was like, "Oh my god, these things are incredible!" And now I'm just like, "Ah, they're good." Made me think about a lot of neat stuff. What is the mind and so forth? Right, How so, do you perceive time and whatnot? So at the moment, like you don't really like you know they don't really hold the same gravitas. No, no, I don't, I don't think you would sit back and watch The Matrix and just be like floored by it like i don't think he would sit there and be like oh my god this is so deep which one like, i wrote I... papers on the matrix when i was in college uh, i could see that <laughs> yeah right like i was uh, i was like so bougie <laughs> about it <laughs> which which what am i missing out more on like um am, am i missing out like is the it, if i was only going to see one of these movies which one should it be oh god i feel like it should be the matrix yeah i feel like that too you know i think that that has held up more over time and there's still like interesting things about it but you like you you watch a lot of like weird horror stuff so like anything that might be interesting to you you're gonna be like uh i've seen this idea like 20 times the kung fu is pretty cool at times maybe i don't know i I feel like that your techno marilyn manson remixes going on in the background yeah i'm into that sure (laughs) (laughs) um i think the biggest movie like the most excited I've been was probably when um when Red Dragon came out with Hannibal that yeah. that Red Dragon yeah yeah um because I mean I love like I loved that series and I actually liked like I liked Hannibal um the movie where Anthony Hopkins is like out you know and he's like running around in Italy um like no I think that one's good yeah I thought that was good and when I loved the show the show was incredible I gotta watch the show I haven't really you haven't seen, seen the show I haven't seen the show. The show's bougie. It's super artsy. Yeah, I hear it's great though. Like it's great. incredible. Like Tony the Tiger level. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was super pumped for that. I had tickets for that pretty early, and I think I went to see it twice. Um, because I really, yeah, because 
I really, I really like, love that series. And I was super anxious to see kind of like how it started. And the fact that like, you know, I was going to get to see, um, uh, I love, I love Edward Norton. Edward Norton's all in that movie. So like I, I was pumped. He gets stabbed real well. <laughs> I mean, it appears so. Yeah. He plays a stabbed victim very, very convincingly. That was a good period of time for Edward Norton because he had that movie and he had 25th hour. Um, and both of them, I feel like I saw in the th- I know I saw a 25th hour in the theater like multiple times too. Did you? Yeah, I, I like that one. That one was good. And when so did you too. get a ticket to um, Hannibal the Beginning? No. <laughs> no, you skipped out on that one. I thought you loved the series. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I didn't love it that much. <laughs> I went and saw that one in the theater. Isn't that the one where it's like set in World War II? Um, or part of it? Something like that. <laughs> it didn't it didn't look that great to me i think it's some it's some sort of war some sort of civil war i think going on in poland maybe <laughs> yes i don't know wow your discretion like it's like i'm there hungarian <laughs> of sorts <laughs> so okay what about what i think about, he learned to draw in italy what What about what about this and then maybe maybe we'll wrap it up what do you think um like theater experience like what's your best like like after, like, what was your best moment in the theater? We've been like, yes, like this is this is amazing. Oh, it, it hands down, and I say this all the time. It was going to see the first Paranormal Activity. I mean, you were talk, you were preaching to the choir right now. Tell me all about it. So we had just gotten done seeing where the wild things are, like literally just gotten done, and we hopped out of that line and hopped right in the line that was going in to see Paranormal Activity because it was like airing early or specially it was like 11 30 at night so you're stealing so you're stealing from the movie theater continue pretty much i think uh-huh. no we got a ticket on the to the what to one movie one of them <laughs> continue though. i don't, I don't Go ahead. which so we paid for something and it was great the, like we we sat in the very back so we were up top somehow we found like prime seats dead center Everybody around us at at every like scary and frightening point would just like breathe deep because no one had any idea about this movie. It was so like indie, I guess. <laughs> I could see I could see that though because when that movie like, that movie came out in such an interesting way, you know, because you had like they I think they probably tricked you into it, but I think they did. But they, they had you like believe that you had to demand. That yeah, it but that's your that's, that's genius though because then it makes you like think that like yes, like enough. Nobody people, wants like, to put this like, trash. Like, on. like I had to vote for it, you, you know. Like, you want it. You feel like you know, like you have a part, you have a hand in getting the movie there. So like I feel, yeah. I feel like that was smart. Um, and yeah, seeing that movie in the theater was, I mean, yeah, that was wild because it it was it, incredible. It was found footage, but it was found footage in a way that, like, I don't like it. That movie just builds tension the whole time. It seemed completely believable to me. It, it seemed complete. Yes, exactly. Like the entire thing, I was like, I've I've had that happen. I I could swear I felt like sheets move. <laughs> I mean, sure, I'm sure you have. <laughs> But like, I mean, that's oh, like, oh, it's my toe. That's the perfect type of movie where, like, you go home and you're like, like looking around the house and you're like, oh, I'm still freaked out. Like, oh yeah, that movie stays with you, and that's what you want, like, out of a good horror movie. And I mean, there's really not like, just really nothing in it. You don't see anything. No, no, you know? it, it, and that's the most frightening part. Like, I remember yeah, when it, it first came out on DVD, I, I ran out and I bought it, and I was watching it in the dark in my mom's basement. 
and my cat ran down the steps like at one of the points where it's just like night three or something like that and i just hear like that like pitter patter of running and i'm just like holy god <laughs> like through something i'm that like those first three movies like i gotta be honest like i don't think they like i don't think they miss a beat no, they're all great. Um, the the only part they use like the Xbox. That's in the third one, and it's like one scene. But if you remember from the third one, that's also the same movie where they use the stupid camera fan, and that was great. No, the camera fan is the prequel where he like ties the. That's the third one. Yeah, and the fourth one is the one where they use the Xbox. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, and then the and then the fifth one technically was the was the marked ones. Yeah, I saw one. that. I saw that. A lot of people like that one. I, I, I didn't mind it. it I okay. thought it was neat what happened. I thought it was real neat. It was okay. And uh, I actually haven't seen the last one, Paranormal Activity. I think it's five. Five, yeah. Um, the, I haven't, the official I, five. I have it. I haven't exists. watched it yet because everyone tells me how disappointed I'm going to be. Oh, and, it's terrible. And I mean, But I mean, it makes no sense, though, because I mean, I saw the fourth one, and the fourth one was horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, the fourth one was terrible. That's the one where they used the Xbox. And it was just, it was just so bad. Um, but the first three were, I mean, are just, they're just great. They're, I, they're awesome. And I think the second one's even scarier, to be honest with you. Do you? Yeah. Like, I think the second, that's the one where she like runs up the steps and you see it grab her leg oh, and pull her and she dude. starts like pulling, trying to pull herself up the steps. It's the one where like, uh, I mean, like she's screaming and screaming. It's in the trailer. She's just like losing it. And like you see her like coming out of the basement door and then like it just rips her down the stairs and the door just slams and it's dead silent. Like it's so good. Yeah, that was horrifying. I mean, (laughs) I don't even know. Like it's, I don't know. It's just so stupid. Like it's so simple, but it worked so well. Um, I could easily see that being like one of your best theater experiences. Um, I feel like one of mine is probably like super recent and not even real. But, 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 well, uh, not even real. Yeah. What the so hell does that mean? I'm going to explain it to you. You dreamed it? No, no, no. So I went to go see Lights Out, um, a little, okay. a little while ago when it, when it came out. Um, it was right around, um, when my son was born. I wasn't, didn't think I was going to get a chance, uh, to see it. Um, but it was, uh, like right before because he was like, because he was like super late. Um, and, uh, so I go to see this movie. And for those who don't know, Lights Out is all about, it's pretty cool. It's a PG 13 horror movie and it's all about, like, being able to see like these monsters, but only of course when the lights are out. So, uh-huh. um, like you know, if you turn the light on, you won't see the monster. You turn it off, they get they you know they come a little closer. You flick the lights on, they come closer and closer until they get you. Um, and you know, there's just one like it's towards the end of the movie. Um, there's maybe like six other people in the movie theater, and they're right. It's right at the part of the movie where like you know they're like. They have a flashlight, right? And they're flicking the flashlight on and off. And the batteries are getting, like, really bad. And the ghost is, like, running at them. And he's getting closer and closer and closer. And they're flicking the lights. And, like, you know, the, the music is building. And it's getting crazy. And then all of a sudden, they, like, flip the lights, like, on. And then they flip them off real fast. And the whole theater loses power. <laughs> and, like, the whole, like, but you didn't, the way it happened, like, it, like, it was, the whole theater went black. And I was like, if this is part of the movie... This is genius. Like, yeah. If if they were just like shut the projector off, like <laughs> like like kill the or kill the lights, and I'm kill like, everything. as soon as that happened, like I looked at like, and I was like, I can't. I'm like, if this is real, this is the best thing in my life. <laughs> like I'm like this is this is amazing. But of course, like you know, after after like thirty seconds, I was like, okay, something's wrong. <laughs> But, I mean, it, the way that it happened was just the timing was just so good that, like, part of me still is, like, it, uh, like I'm just so disappointed. I felt like they missed out on such a great idea. 
Um, because I'm like, oh man, if they like, even just including that would have been amazing, but I'm like, they would have went a little bit further and they were like, have one person in the theater dressed up as a monster and like run up the aisle. I would have been like, oh my God. Because like, no movies do that anymore. And they used to do that kind of stuff like all the time. Like, that would be incredible to do that nowadays. Yeah. Like, but like in the, like, you know, in like the 50s and stuff, they used to have like the, like the seats that like shock you and things like that. Like, that would have been. Didn't you, back in the fifties though, you still had to have a dude that could read like sheet music to have like the movie experience, <laughs> I right? I don't think I don't think they had like. I mean, I'm sure some movie theaters still had that at that point, but I mean, they had sound then. There so, were talkies by then. In yeah, fifties. The yeah, <laughs> they had talkies in the fifties. Dude, The Wizard of Oz is before that. The talkie is it? Yeah, so it's Gone with the Wind, and that's even older than that. You have no. <laughs> 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 you have no idea. They still had a live band down there, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to have a big band going. Really get the movie experience. That's how Shirley Temple tapped. She went to every theater. <laughs> you, you say so, sir. That's the one. Thank you all for joining us this week on episode 38 of The Breach Cast. Be sure to check out at From the Crypt. Uh, Happy horror days. But yes, sir. Done it. He's up on episode, what, eight, and nine? It, yeah, yeah. It's uh, number um, it's number seven, actually. And uh, number eight is coming out on the 16th. And there we be, go. It will be a crowd pleaser. I promise. <laughs> it's a great, great time. Definitely check it out. We had a good run. Um, yeah. If you want to hear... Uh, next week is No DQ Noel. Get at us at Preachcast on Twitter. Let us know what you want to have us put in our No DQ Noel uh, segment gonna be huge hope to see you there from all of us at the preach cast we would remind you to always practice what you preach